Good afternoon. Police and security personnel have pushed reporters out of the way as the Optus CEO left a Senate inquiry this morning. Kelly Bayer-Rosmarin faced a parliamentary grilling defending her company's handling of the largest telecommunications outage in the nation's history. Let's go live to political reporter Isabel Mullen. Izzy, you were there. Take us through what happened. Yes, Ali, it really was a strange set of circumstances for a company that says it is trying to be transparent. The CEO surrounded herself by police and security to avoid answering questions while leaving Parliament. We were waiting in a public car park where we're allowed to film when we tried to approach Kelly Bayer Rosmer. And you can see from our video just how many police and security personnel were surrounding her. We were pushed and shoved out of the way a number of times. Here's how it unfolded. Ms Bayer Rosmarin, do you regret how Optus handled the outage? Excuse me, please. Don't impede her access, Ms May. I'm, I'm letting me. her go. Yeah, you're in the middle of right please the... don't push me out of the way. Don't get in my way. How do you feel that went, please. that inquiry? Will you consider compensating... Please don't push me. Will you consider yeah, compensating... Don't impede her. ...to be able to talk to the Senate and assist them. Thanks. Sorry, I'm just getting pushed out of the way. What was that? Optus executives had just faced a Senate grilling over its telecommunications outage that left 10 million customers unable to make calls or use their data. Users couldn't call triple zero. Many businesses lost a day of trade. But the CEO said monetary compensation is out of the question because she believes it would set a precedent for other companies to compensate when things go wrong. So yeah. why don't you take responsibility today and say you will cop a penalty? There is no precedent for telcos or other essential providers covering consequential loss. The CEO was asked if she would resign but said she hadn't had time to consider it. Sally. All right, thank you very much. Reporter Isabel Mullen in Canberra there. Four people, one as young as 12, have been arrested over a dangerous chase that spanned two states and destroyed 30 cars. Seven News has obtained exclusive vision of the moment the group abandoned a stolen car and darted into traffic. Here's Bill Hogan. Well, from the Sunshine Coast to Surrey Hills, a 1,000-kilometre joyride came to a dramatic end late last night. We can now show you that moment. Three men and a woman making the daring dash for freedom after crashing a Toyota Prado. They left it behind, dodging oncoming traffic, hopping barriers to get to the other side. Wow. Oh, my God. Young kids do sort of crazy things. Luckily, nobody was hurt. That's what I think. They took off up Crescent Street, hopped in an Uber and headed to a home in Bosley Park. That's where police caught up with them earlier today, arresting a 22-year-old man, two boys aged 17 and 12, as well as a 16-year-old girl. It all began around 11 last night when police spotted the car driving dangerously on Oxford Street in Paddington. Police say they attempted to pull it over but failed, sparking this police pursuit. We can reveal that the car belongs to the 12-year-old boy's father. He and his partner have been travelling down from their Palmview home here to Fairfield Police Station, where all four remain. Detectives are in the process of laying charges. We'll have the full update for you tonight at 6pm. To breaking news now and charges have been laid over the Jumping Castle tragedy that killed six students at a Tasmanian primary school. The incident happened during end-of-year celebrations at Hillcrest Primary in Devonport in December 2021. 
The Director of Public Prosecutions has charged Taz Zorb, the operator of the Jumping Castle, with exposing the children to a risk of death or serious injury. Several children were badly hurt when the Jumping Castle became airborne. Hundreds of family, friends and students of murdered woman Lily James have gathered to farewell her at a sombre ceremony today. At Danebank Anglican School, her alma mater, her former classmates, formed a guard of honour for her. Lily's father called her a vibrant young woman who lived each day to the fullest. Premier Chris Minns also attended the memorial. The service was live streamed at St Andrews Cathedral School where Lily James coached water polo and was found dead last month.